Hello and welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Swizz. And thank you for joining us. This is the special, special, special tribute podcast. And as the great minds of Talladega Knight says, if you ain't first, you're last. And that brings us to our special guest, JP, mate. How are you feeling? How are the nerves this week? I was doing pretty well until teams came out, made me a bit edgy, but yeah, going pretty well. Thank you, boys. Thanks for having me. Oh, no mate, pressure. It's it's our pleasure, mate. You know, we we think we're going all right, but uh, we're in some great company here. So, mate, congratulations to get this far so far, and hopefully, uh, yeah, you can uh, sleep easy come sort of Saturday night into Sunday, knowing that uh, you might be enough enough ahead that where nothing can go wrong. Friday night after a twenty from Max Gorn would be pretty handy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on, take care of business real quickly. SC Insider One Hundred. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Also, all the audio platforms as well. So Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it. And on the YouTube, please search, like, subscribe on Supercoach Insider. Speaking of business, our special tributes as well. So splashvodka.com.au for obviously giving us these lovely, delicious treats. And manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com for your 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Now, this is going to trigger me a little bit, boys, because I'm going to get reminded of all of the times I could have, should have brought a portal, bought Bought all these people in that I really wanted to. I'm thinking Darcy Cameron. I'm thinking Sicily. Uh, I'm thinking Swiss is going to get triggered about bringing in Aaron Hall again for some stupid fucking reason for the omission today. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm getting triggered. I'm going to look even more stupid than me wearing a, a Melbourne D's jumper. Didn't have time to change before the podcast. Brisbane Lions no, behind me. D's are playing Brisbane tomorrow night in my hometown at the Gabba, and I'm looking like an absolute twat. JP, mate, um, really keen to start off with talking about your starting squad because I'm sitting there off the top of my head. I'm like, you must have had wits. Like, tell me through your starting squad and your starting strategy. I uh, got most of them pretty much right to start with. So I went on the Uber Primo, just wanted to get sort of 10 players that I knew were going to kill it for the year. Um, I had Witsy, I had Proust, and I had Max Gorn to start with. So I um, traded Gorney after two rounds, which is a bit controversial, but we'll see how we go tomorrow, won't we? Yep. <laughs> after two rounds? Who who was that for, mate? I couldn't actually tell you who I brought in. Might have been Is a four. Bruce? Was that no, Bruce? Already had, so I had, had Bruce. Already. Oh, Bruce. Yeah, okay, already. Getting hundreds on the bench. So, yeah, yeah, I put him in, and I think I brought a forward in. Yeah, yeah that would make sense. And then you had Bruce's score on field as your R2 and yep. used that cash elsewhere. And I had, pretty sim- yeah, pretty similar to what was it Chris and I did with Brody Grundy, and flogged yeah, him I went off. I went Brody Grundy except I held on to him for too yeah, long you held on and to Whitfield him. and all those flogs that I wish I flogged off. Um, I think setting forgets done, isn't it? With the rucks yeah, for a while, it is. The riders' retirement next year might might help things with yeah, Marshall, but sure. we'll, we'll we'll get to that next season. Did any of your mates give you shit with, you know, starting wits and like, oh, you must go set and forget? Because everyone that ever mentioned, you know, you, you talk about, oh, yeah, you could go wits and you could go English and people are like, no, no, no. So, you know, did you cop any flack from mates to start the season? There's one bloke on Twitter, I won't name names, but he gave me a fairly hard time for packing, going with Paddy Cripps. And oh, the two, please. The two rucks. 
Is that tweet still there though? Could you go back in time and re? He knows. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I told him I was going to talk about it in the thing, but I, I haven't quite yet. No, that, that, this is where you rag on mates. Wait, no, no, no you wait. You wait till you win. I want to yeah. see that Monday morning retweet. <laughs> Retweeted. Actually, I'll save it before he deletes it because that's definitely <laughs> going to happen. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to tell you who he is, but he was in the top half a dozen last year, and he wasn't one to five. <laughs> that, that's like just it, like it. down. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Um, and then early on in the season, mate, so we've talked about the big move getting gone out, which was awesome. Is there anything else that comes into mind sort of in between that starting and the buy period that, you know, you might have pulled the trigger on that you think, um, well, probably maybe you're still in your side now or any big moves there? I went pretty luxury trade early. So Gorn, Crisp and Caleb Daniel all out within five rounds, I think. I hit all the rookies, so I had room to move sideways a little bit. And yep. knew I could conserve till the end. So does that when you move Sicily in fairly early before we jump? I think heaps, I got into or... Caleb Daniel in about round four or five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yep. Paid about one hundred and fifty thousand less than I did, or at least yeah. maybe two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> less. Oh, triggered. Did you jump um, so on like the your... Jake Bowie train or any of the mid mid prices, or you're all primo kind of rookie situation? I got on Jake Bowie, and that was probably my worst trade of the year. To be honest, didn't really get out of him what I thought we were going to get. Yep. How many weeks did you hold on? Because Bowie, I think he, he, yeah, I think I got the couple price rise and then he flatlined a little bit and I bailed out too. In and out and two, so I didn't get hurt too badly. Come uh, buy period, how were you looking like kind of trades? Were you really aggressive, like used those boosts and stuff like that? Or did you have something still in the tank unlike us? I think I was actually semi-aggressive before the trade period and was pretty right to go during the buys. Yep. Like I, I lined up at... 19, 21, 19 before any trades or anything. So had a, had a few go out and a few that you had to move around. But yeah, we got there pretty well. I don't generally look at the buyers at the start of the year. I look at the buyers at about round six and then work my trades through to there. Yep. I like that. No, I like that as well. Well, that yeah. way it's not affecting the actual players that you want at the start of the year. And you're always going to shift a few around or someone's going to do a knee or ankle or something. Now, obviously, it's hard to kind of talk about regrets outside of bowing stuff because you, 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 was it nearly 200, was it 280 points ahead? 180, 180, okay. So it's hard to talk about regret because you pretty much nailed everything better than anyone this year. But do you have a, let's just focus on outside of the scoring squad, right? Because obviously you're nailing all the scoring squad. Is there a rookie that's the bane of your existence that just sits on your pine each week? And you're like, I wish I didn't bring in that rookie. I had, um... Elijah Hollands for 17 weeks doing that. <laughs> He's come home at the right time of the year. He was my floating donut to start the year. Would have liked him in about round 10, but that's okay. Morris Rioli's a bit of a whipping boy in the team. He's not going to get a spot in the 22 come final week of the year. So, And Elijah Hollands has come back as well. Even if you had anarchy, anarchy, anarchy for weeks, you could have at least, you know, probably helped quite a few teams, I think, in the back end of the year. So I got the one interesting out of him. A couple of weeks ago on the field, so looping oh, for Ollie Oh, nice. What did Ollie go that week? Only 118. If I lose by two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Uh, not quite to that extent, but it was, um, what was it? I think English got an 88 and I was playing more for more for leagues, but also overall. Oh, I was like, week. yeah, and I was like, Heaney's very up and down. Me yeah. Too. Oh, yep. you too? Okay. Because I'm like, well, how do you turn down? Because I'm like, if he goes... I was chatting to Abdul as well. I'm like, mate, if you went 92, would you take it? And I was like, well, yeah. And he goes, so you're going to split hairs over four? 
like Henny could go 60 to 120 and, uh, yeah, just burns. Yeah, I wanted you to take English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm interested. Heaney this week's interesting. Saints have just absolutely towed him recently. Yep. So is that well, a little time unless I have to? Yeah, a little jack in the box if you need to need a little bit of a something special. Um, yeah, you, you've very... got the, you've got the loophole situation. Kind of when did you set your team up for that? And uh, uh, I guess it's uh, it's been Heaney English the, the uh, forward ruck loophole situation there. Yeah, I think I did it when I got rid of uh, Darcy Cameron a while. ago eight weeks ago or six weeks ago or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I just I always like to loop. I generally try and have one on each line if you can do it. So I've got Haney, Brody, or English in the loop, but I can also move it to the midfield to use Crips and Wines if required. Beautiful. Jeez, that is so good. Sorry, I'm just in awe yeah, you're at just this current point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just um... – you yeah, are top 100, Ben. I'll Clean. give you some credit. And you Thanks, did knock mate. me Thanks, out of mate. about Clean. three finals last week, you prick. Yeah, I'm just having a look at this thinking, clean up on all five, you know. <laughs> um, no, definitely decent. And the whole Darcy Cameron thing, he's been very hit and miss as well. So you missed those low scores, which has probably you know, helped yeah, accelerate that distance. The Ollie Wines one is very interesting because I'm thinking you must have got him around that 520K looking at value picks around that point. Was that? Pretty sure I got him for 504. Yeah. week. Seven or eight. He um, had a really good run home last year, won the Brownlow, so I was hoping he could kind of emulate that. I ended up, someone got injured and I traded, changed to trade at the last minute and I had 120 grand or something, so I brought him in. Just, you know, yeah, and then I think he went like 155 or something ridiculous like that pretty, Round pretty nine. quickly. Round 90 went big. It's been very much up and down. Like he had a 66, whatever it was, in round 19, but he's been banging out the last three weeks anyway, 125, 118, 140. Pretty much everything that Zach Merritt wishes he was last week. <laughs> Ace wins. Yeah, Wines, he got the 150 in my second game. So, Oh, there you go. He's pretty happy. Yeah, that's what you want, isn't it? Trade someone in and they go bang. Yeah. That's always decent. So, all right. So how now, you how you been with your VC and captains? Because I'll give Ben some credit. He's been a bit of the guru on Twitter this year for his VC captains. Have you, have you got most of them right? and um, Or have you had a couple absolute blunders like myself? I think I've had about... Two or three under a hundred, and maybe another couple under one hundred and fifteen. But otherwise, I've been I've come home really well. I thought I was in trouble at one stage, was it? Well, you didn't do a, a Swiss, and obviously have Crips as captain one week. You got injured, did you? Yeah, Swiss? Did the twenty six. <laughs> um, I think the only real mistake. I think I had two captains under a hundred. One was actually both were Neil. I think it was one was a, a high ninety, and the yeah, other one I was with. Yeah, and the other one was I was with Swiss at the Gabba, and I should have taken the one twenty. Oh, what was it that week? The Clary yeah, one. I think it was Oliver. And you were trying to yeah. talk me into going Merritt, which I should have done, but oh well, we digress. Uh, and, and, it's not just, and it's not just, well, before we get on to it for this week, it's uh, not, I believe it's just not this year. I think you've had some good form in Supercoach before, mate. I've done pretty well. Um, I think I got down to 11th at one stage, maybe eight years ago. I've had another one in the 40-odds. And last year I got down to 36 and then I did an Abdul and struggled with the trades a bit and sort of capitulated really badly. Yeah. I got that, four that, injuries. That, that's pretty your... impressive straight off there because we, you get the, the odd ones, which it's, you know, you get the one hit wonders, but to, uh, to actually have that sort of form over a few years, mate, you, uh, you must be all over your super coach, which is awesome. 
Probably and I heard your biggest problem. strategy, your biggest strategy of all is to not listen to podcasts like ours. Is that, is hmm. that the, is that the go-to? Anyone looking to make a, a survival out there and to win super coach, don't listen to people that'll mess up your trades like us. I listened to my first podcast today. Well, that was for yourself though. Isn't that a little self-serving? I actually turned it off when it got to me. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who was that? Yeah. The Phantom? The Phantam, yep. Yeah, yeah, nice. And, no, I'm, um, I'm a bit traditional. I, I watch my games. I generally try and watch most games throughout the week and watch players, watch a lot of underage footy, so I generally know when they get to the draft. And I read stats. I've got a few people in my corner that feed me nice information, but not really a podcast type of guy. Like I go back and forth with a few mates. Yeah. But I'm going to try it next year because I'll take your word for it. Oh, as in, I, I'm big on stats for sure. And then I kind of listen to people that I probably trust as far as up and comers, like AFL draft expert on Twitter, watches a whole bunch of, you know, sample VFL, the rest oh, yeah, of it as well. Guys, yeah. 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 So, and yeah, and those boys, um, I don't really watch too much before they become draftees, but I tend to watch a lot of games and then listen to a few of the elite few, like Swizz and a few others that pick up more like trends and analysis as far as their... Um, their roles and their outputs and how yep. people are using them. Um, Chris, as well. yeah, and Chris talks a lot of shit, but he well, he sees the game better than I do, right? So Chris, who usually joins us, you might hear his voice one day, um, but he he sees the game better than I do, and I watch it and I look at a few different things, but then he tells me what you know what the teams are doing, and I'm like, holy shit, I didn't see that. More strategical um, rather than yeah, a plan. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then most of it comes down to just trying to make educated decisions on the pros and cons. And this is why we think this might be a good idea, and this is why this might not be a good idea. Um, yeah, and mate, you've, ta- you've taken like a duck in water in our uh, uh, league chat. Um, for the viewers, listeners out there, we've had that uh, the A team, um, which I think we've finished third or fourth overall of the highest ranked leagues. So, uh, yeah, JP's come and joined us in there as the, well, most likely winner this year, hopefully, fingers crossed. So, um, without trying to jinx oh. it too much. So, but mate, you've well, already Emily. been a, gr- a good contributor to our group chat with all the uh, other gurus of the Supercoach world. Yep. Enjoying it, boys. Poor Emily. She doesn't even get a full 12 months of clean air. He comes in with like a round and a half to go. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty much like, hey, you know, Rose, you like that 2021 model. Well, I've got the 20. Yep. Yeah, I've got I've got the 2022 model even before it's released. Like, how do you like them apples? So shout out to M, a really good sports. Um, and it's just a really good chat group in general. Um, you know, you take you take Nathan aside and, and the rest of them are a pretty good bunch of people. So <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, um, um, who, who do you support in the footy too, mate? From Carlton as well. Yeah. Ah, so you must be excited that Hewitt's back. Not excited, excited, obviously, because that's 50 grand that might give someone a shake, but yeah. yeah. Now, we come into the last round, and uh, it's one trade left, mate. What did you say? Sorry, I missed it. It said start. last round, one trade left. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I, I guess the uh, the goal is to hang on to that as long as possible through the week, yeah. or are you going to try to uh, nullify what uh, Hindsight is doing? There's, I mean, there's only one trade I can do, and I don't really like it. Which is, is that bringing you know, Inside? Bring Inside, right? You bring Inside as a big FU to Hindside. Hind over Sard as a Carlton man, you're like, no, no, no. I've got 190 points ahead of you, man. I'm bringing Sard in this week. If I'll I'm be done damned. on Sunday, he's definitely coming in. I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> yeah, the perfect one. I think. I hope he brings in Hind. We can match oh. it. That'd be good. <laughs> well, settle, that's not match. Yeah, Sardo absolutely dominate Hind. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm d- 
game enough to ask you your VC and C this week because I think with with the money on the line, I wouldn't be giving away a single idea if it was me. I'm looking at Morris Rioli. VC. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, Jacob Ware if he gets up on Saturday. Holland's Holland's into Rioli or yep. the other way around. All right, that sounds good. For, yeah, because I mean for the for the our viewers and listeners out there, and that there's the three obvious ones. It's uh, your VC. You're looking at Oliver or Took. And then yep. for those who have Laird, I think Laird's the obvious captain. Hopefully he bounces back from last week. Um, I really don't want to leave it too much to the Sunday, but you can't not ignore Bont with the Bulldogs trying to need to win to make finals. So I a little think worried about yeah. his injury. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I think Clary got 140 against the Lions last time, but it wasn't at the Gabba. Uh, I still think he just towers us up. I'm hoping not so. I'm probably, it's either VC of him into Took. But then chance are Clary will go, you know, 128 and I'll probably feel like I have to take it. Whereas oh, two, right. I get a free, I might get a free run there. And I actually think a bit of a jack outside the box, probably ruined by Williams and um, Hewitt probably coming back in. But Collingwood leaks so many points. So if I need a jack in the box for my league win against Nath, I might just hope that Clary will burn him hard and um, towel up the Collingwood midfield if I need a jack in the box after. But I don't think I need to go past Took to be honest, because North Melbourne, he works harder than anyone there. I think it's going to be turned over coming through the midfield. Aaron Hall's not even playing, got dropped. So it's going to turn over. 100%. He might be done, I think. Aaron Hall? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Got it getting dropped. New coach. New coach coming in. Yep, got to play the kids. So very interested. Now, let's have a look at next year. So we spoke a little bit. Is there any kind of players that you're looking at? Are you big on the hype train of in the group chat before? I think you got there. You could probably have a scroll back. Yeah, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm starting LDU, I'm starting Warner, I'm starting. I'm like, mate, how many of these people actually break out for real? Um, are you big on any of these people for thinking for starting squads next year or I really quite like Lockie Young, Chad Warner, and LDU. That I'd probably say LDU might be the only one that's quite quite ready. Yeah, it's, and it's his midfield too now as well. Him and Simpkin. Um, yep. Even even Cunners came back in, and bless Cunners coming. Like a second fiddle. Yeah, but he said it's their midfield now. So old dogs like it's their it's their. Well, you know, they're pit bulls. they got to get in, do the hard work, and I'll just play my role. So, And what about the ruck line? I think the ruck line's the most contentious. Do you think set and forget's done? Cooked. Pretty much. If Gorney's on his own next year with Jacko gone and the ruck doesn't come in, happily look at him. That's what I think. Yeah. Which has been really good except for a three- or four-week period. I don't think I'll go Sean Darcy again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, especially if no, Jackson no, goes out there. Follows a lock. No. Yeah, and Marshall, I agree, is not always a lock. And um, even if, then if he was... right is gone, I think he is. But... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll probably be, based on a price point, I think it's his to lose. And I think you could do a lot worse than starting someone like that, knowing that it's their their role yeah. um, and underpriced. And I think that was probably my starting strategy this year was just to look at value. So I looked at, you know, Hewitt was value, um, you know, Brody, and looking at, you know, where can I get some some money out of? So Cripps at that, t- at that time was value based on output and I'm um, trying to spread your money well as far Cherry as points. Cogs. Yeah. Oh, Cogs. Yeah, for sure. Generally. And Doc, Doherty and the rest of them. So very, very interesting. Swizz, what do you got for thoughts here, mate? No, I, I, we ask our, all our guests, um, if there's anything you could change in Supercoach or add to Supercoach, is there, do you have any thoughts around that? There's been a couple of things going around lately. Um, I think one would be where you're looping players around and you can't do it with some Sometimes just a little black hole for that extra player to go in at times. I know M suggested that the other day. Um, I also liked 
like a COVID free hit player. So instead of maybe sucking it up and you get a player to the same value for that week only. I know it's yeah. out, of, out of what we normally do, but people, people get hurt by COVID and it's you know a bit unfair, I find, at times. It's life. Yeah, I don't mind yeah, that. that. Like, I, like could, the I, fantasy? Could yeah. I could live going down to like 30 trades and having that option. And that or just the COVID sub. Your players ruled out for a COVID thing for your 12, whatever days it is now. Yeah, yep. you just get a free hit. Player goes blue or something and you push the button and can pick without. Yeah. I quite like that idea because that's like that, what is it, the Premier League football or whatever you guys get me to try and – Yeah, that's yeah, why it sounded familiar because yeah. I'm looking um, – do you play that that as well? Yeah. Okay. Did, have that, these boys probably haven't told you, but I got really lucky. I put uh, accidentally had the captain on Jesus on Jesus. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, I had no idea what I was doing. I thought I had um, Solara's captain, and next minute he's, yeah, I've got 38 <laughs> points from my captain and, and beat Chris and Swizz, and they're absolutely livid. i got no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. There you go. What's your team for that then? Because Swizz will be fanboying for Same sure. Same team. I'm about 455,000 positions behind Supercoach ranking. <laughs> so I don't like it. Yeah, it feels weird saying, yeah, I'm 1.6 million, and that's actually not bad. I've never had a really good crack at it, so I'm trying to now. Oh, well, you've got plenty of free time. Now, how are you planning on spending your, you know, Sunday night, Monday, you're taking a day off to kind of bask in your glory or is it straight back to work as per usual? I've got an RDO on Monday, which is handy. I've got to yeah. win first, see how we go. Well, either way, you'll have that day to celebrate or to be in mourning. So, yep. Hopefully I can know by Saturday or Friday night instead of stressing all day Sunday about it. So what are your key matchups then? Let's have a look. So you're, you, you, was it only three players of difference, yeah? Yep. Darcy, me, Wines, and Mills, and he has Gorn, Brayshaw, and Zeret. Is that Freo's Brayshaw or are we? Yeah, Freo Brayshaw. Freo's Brayshaw. Okay, so so you have a good idea of how Gorny goes. Yep, and then and obviously the VCC. So that's what I was saying before is that it's probably with that trade. You kind of look at how you're going, maybe it's Saturday, and is it, yeah, try to match no, one of those players. Yeah. Well, yeah, Swan, Swans play last as well. So, really, it's probably more, um, I guess, even Ollie Wines that like Saturday night. You could almost try and negate same time Zach Merritt, or, you know, realistically, you could almost try and use one trade to kind of go, okay, well, if there's three players of difference and you need to match this many points, then it's really hard to try and make up that many points with only two players difference. I can do but Mills. Then, to, I can do Mills to Brayshaw. It's the only one I can fit in. Yeah, oh, but surely Mills towers up Saints more than Brayshaw. Who's Brayshaw even playing this week? GWS, Giants. mate. Giants. Oh, GWS. Yeah. Ash, lucky Ash surely has to kind of. Well, do, it could be, but as he said, mate, it's that whole just nullifying that. It's like you know, you're not you're not catching up that many points if you've got you know only that two many, players so difference. If Abdul yeah. wasn't as far back. He would have been more of a danger because he's got about seven or eight pods. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. So, I mean, I guess I can see sort of two ways, but the only issue is that you would hate for a laid out, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh crap!" Now I'm playing a rookie. So, um, I guess that's I'll where try the balls. Sunday, if I can. Yeah. Well, we'll be rooting for you, mate, and definitely, Absolutely. I'm sure we'll be listening to you in that chat room and and riding the highs and lows with you. What do you Carrying do to try and relax? Chat. Yeah, like a pork chop carrying on. What do you do to try and relax? You just try, just what, try and chat, keep busy, block it out? I'll probably go down to the local footy on Saturday, to be honest, and just watch that and check scores on my phone every four and a half minutes. Who do you, who do you support in the local footy there, mate? Uh, we just go down to Langmoran. 
it's about oh, yeah. 100 metres away. Not yep. actually sure whether they're playing yet. Are you going to get a custom-made shirt when you walk down that says, I'm kind of a big deal? No. I, would, I want huh. a tracksuit, really, but I've heard it might not be coming, so I'd be wearing a tracksuit. Oh, so as in they, people might not get a tracksuit this year? Is that what you're saying? Possible. I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah, because it looked last year, and they're talking about the KFC herbs and spices and blah, blah, blah. And I don't even know if top 100 get a prize or not. Um, uh, we, get, we get a chicken drumstick, top 1,000. Ah, that was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, the it'll be the same spice. this year, mate. I don't know. In track suits, would you, would you wear the track suit with pride? Do a meet and greet? Yeah, could be a bit of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think um, met um Heater Shaw, so maybe they can go get the other Shaw brother. <laughs> are you a uh, are you a football or a cricketer, mate? Or I play cricket still. I coach kids cricket. Um I used to play footy. I broke my ankle in my last game the week my boy was born twelve years ago. Well Ouch. it's it's something to remember the birth of your uh, of your son there, mate. <laughs> I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the green whistle in the delivery room, trust me. <laughs> Jeez. So at least you'll every time you sort of go, oh, it'll be the summer of that day, and I know exactly what day I did my ankle because my child was born. And it's like every time my career ended, and it was basically because of you. Yep. Same date, same time. All right. Very, very interesting. Yeah, so, you a better or a bowler, there, mate? A uh, bit of neither. Yes, <laughs> love it. I actually ruptured my bicep fielding in one of the last games last year. How do you rupture a bicep fielding? Yeah, don't ask. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't pick it if you tried. I oh, love it, mate. Oh, very, very interesting. Uh, any yeah. final thoughts, uh, JP or Swizz? No, mate. For me, it's just all the best, mate. Like, you know, obviously we're, we're close mates, especially myself with Abdul, but we feel like, mate, we're, we've got to know you over the last couple of weeks really well. So yeah. uh, we're, we're rooting for you. And in a perfect world, no no uh, offense there to hindsight, but we're hoping it's a JP1 Abdul 2 and uh, we'll be wrapped. Right. Yeah, we don't know the other one, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. we could talk shit as much as we like, to be fair. So I was going to say, Swizz must feel a little bit naughty here, cheating on his mate. Bloody poor Abdul was first or second Abdul when we understands. had him on. First down to third and poor Abdul. I said, well, I told Abdul, if he gets back to second, we'll have him on again. <laughs> He's a lovely fella. He, he is. is. And um, I like the community a lot. So um, you're on Twitter. Yeah, I think yep. you are. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that shout pretty much wraps Shout out your handle there, mate. What's JP your Twitter handle? handle? A Seinfeld special for JP. Yep. Good old Seinfeld. Love Seinfeld. Yep. Now, thanks oh, for coming on, mate. We appreciate it. No and, uh, you know, all the best, mate. Thank you. Much appreciated. Easy. We'll catch you in the chat room. Say, JP, I'll talk to you soon, mate. Cheers, boys. Thanks, boy. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. 